Hello, this is the Trevor Jackson Podcast, sponsored by Anchor App. this episode of the Trevor Jackson Podcast, the Cabernet Conversation, we're going to take a sip of this. What I got tonight? This slow press is California 2015. Rich, smooth, dark, red, real red. Let me taste it right quick. If you're tuning in right now, pop your bottle of that Cabernet, man. This is the Cabernet Conversation. Part three, the first time I'm having a drink on here. Oh yeah, that's bust. So on this episode, we're gonna talk about the NFL, like why they wasn't listening to Kaepernick or whatever. Drew Brees, how he came out, you know what I'm saying, talking about how he respect the flag, but then how he backtracked and got himself together, you know what I'm saying, talking to Trump or whatever. Uh, he told Trump, it's not about the flag, let's get to the real issues or whatever. Then Roger Goodell coming out, you know what I'm saying? That was that was hard though, but right now, you know what I'm saying? Let's take a look at the video like five, four or five years ago. No, it was 2017. No, it was 16. We're gonna take go back in time and look at 2016, the Colin Kaepernick video or what he was saying and like why people weren't so receptive to what Colin Kaepernick was saying at that time. What are you trying to accomplish? What, what would you like this you know, to be the end game for you? Uh, that's basically. Um, I mean, ultimately, it's to bring awareness and make people you know, realize what's really going on in this country. There are a lot of things that are going on that are unjust, people aren't being held accountable for, and that's something that needs to change. That's something that you know, this country stands for freedom, liberty, justice for all. And it's not happening for all right now. Is this something that's evolved as a philosophy in your mind? And how has this kind of progressed that you make a stand like this? It's something that I've seen, I've felt, um, wasn't quite sure how to deal with uh, originally. And it is something that's evolved. It's something as I've gained more knowledge about you know, what's going on in this country in the past, what's going on currently. Uh, these aren't new situations. This isn't new ground. It's things that have gone on in this country for years and years and have never been addressed, and they need to be. Will you continue, will you continue Colin, to sit? Will you continue to sit? Yes, I'll continue to sit. I'm going to continue to stand with the people that are being oppressed. Uh, to me, this is something that has to change. And when there's significant change, and I feel like that flag represents what it's supposed to represent, and this country is representing people the way that's supposed to, I'll stand. Specifically, what would you like to see change in order for you to stand? There's a lot of things that need to change. Uh, one, one specifically is police brutality. There's people being murdered unjustly and not being held accountable. Cops are getting paid leave for killing people. That's not right. That's not right by anyone's standards. Colin, so many people see the flag as kind of a symbol of military. How do you view it, and, and what do you say to those people? Uh, you know, I have great respect for men and women that have fought for this country. I have family. I have friends that have gone and fought for this country. 
and they fight for freedom. They fight for the people, they fight for liberty and justice for everyone. And that's not happening. I mean, people are dying in vain because this country isn't holding their end of the bargain up as far as, you know, giving freedom and justice and liberty to everybody. Crazy, right? <laughs> like, uh, what's so confusing about what the man's saying? He basically just saying that, uh, He's kneeling because the police are killing. The police is not holding themselves accountable. The government is setting up laws to favor the officer and not favor the African-American individual. Uh, white men wasn't the only people to go to war for this country. We also went to war for this country and didn't come back and receive the same freedoms as a white individual did at the end of the day they're like uh, setting themselves up for success and setting us up for failure so I'm gonna uh, speak on a definition that of a word that I've been hearing a lot lately I know the definition I just want to say it for people who may not know the definition the word is systematic oppression systematic oppression okay Systematic oppression occurs when individuals are systematically subjected to political, economic, cultural, or social degradation because they belong to a certain ethnic group. These results from structures of domination and subordination. So it's a system in place to hinder black people. African-American people. It's a system of laws that your lawyer, no matter how good your lawyer is, cannot fight for you because we need to go to the courthouse and fight to have the laws changed. The laws are set up in the police, in the government, in the Caucasian man's favor for him to be ahead of us. So at the end of the day, that's like wild to me though. But that's the only way we're going to get ahead, like protesting. We need to protest at our local law offices where the laws are made. And, uh, like, I seen Drew Brees speak out, and he's instantly trying to correct himself because he knows he's in a predominantly, like, multicultural city of New Orleans where <laughs> it probably ain't even that many white people, period, in New Orleans. It's a lot of. French Africans, African Americans, it's a lot of all type of people in New Orleans, so he gotta correct himself if he wanna continue to be the leader of the New Orleans Saints. And uh so I seen the video the NFL players came out with where they were saying that uh they are, you know what I mean, the people that has been murdered by the police or uh, Trayvon Martin who's been murdered by George Zimmerman and you know what I'm saying the law set it up to where those people got off not guilty like all of them might, they may have lost their job or they didn't even lose their job they got paid to leave and then they came back after all the, the ruckus calmed down and uh so like they saying that's who they was and immediately Roger Goodell came back 
and he made a public display saying that the NFL stands with what the players are saying and they stand with Black Lives Matter and they are are receptive to peaceful protest. And you see Trump, he had to tweet immediately. <laughs> he had to uh, tweet immediately about some bullshit. You know, he always ready to go. Trump, he on go at all times, but let's check out Roger Goodell and what he had to say. Though. It has been a difficult time for our country, in particular, black people in our country. First, my condolences to the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and all the families who have endured police brutality. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe Black Lives Matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much needed change in this country. Without Black players, there would be no National Football League. And the protests around the country are emblematic of the centuries of silence, inequality, and oppression of Black players, coaches, fans, and staff. We are listening. I am listening. And I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. The blackness. Keep it, keep on. Never seen.